0: Welcome to Your Breakout Book, the podcast that helps authors like you write, publish, and prosper. I'm Dana Kay, the founder of Kay Publicity, and I've dedicated the majority of my life to helping authors establish their brands and reach more readers. I believe that every author, regardless of genre and publishing path, has the ability to cultivate an engaged community of readers, increase their sales, and have a thriving writing career. Today is the last day of our April theme, writing for readers. All month long, we've been exploring how authors like you can leverage their writing skills to secure more readers for their books. Iman Ismail shared the power of email marketing and how authors can leverage their newsletter to engage with readers. Ellen Byron shared her approach to guest blogging and her own unique newsletter. And Tori Telfer shared how her freelance writing gigs have led to both book deals and podcast hosting opportunities. The podcast isn't the only place we've been exploring writing for readers. This has also been an ongoing discussion in the Your Breakout Book community. All month long, members have been repurposing old blog posts for new newsletters, pitching book excerpts to websites, and placing guest articles with media outlets. It has been so rewarding to see these authors leverage their writing skills to reach new readers and nurture relationships with their existing ones. Earlier this month, I led a training to help our community members get a better understanding of the writing opportunities available to them and how they can repurpose the content they create across several platforms. Today, I'm sharing a portion of that training with you. Keep in mind, this was originally a video presentation, so you may have to hit pause at times to write down notes. Or better yet, become a member of your breakout book today and access the full training with video and slides. Visit kpublicity.com slash your breakout book to get started. That's k-a-y-e publicity.com slash your breakout book to get started. But now, without further ado, let's dive into writing for readers. So we're going to continue the theme of writing for readers. So like I said in our roundtable and in the community, I've seen this with other PR people <laughs> who wrap corporate clients or other types of clients, and you as writers have a key skill that is so helpful when it comes to securing media coverage and building an online platform it is possible to leverage those writing skills to help you reach more readers. And you're going to do this in a variety of ways. You've already done it with our February PR challenge, right? You wrote tons of pitch emails. Um, I know uh, I saw Marika and I believe Kim had written some guest posts and some guest articles. I know Ellen does a lot of guest blogging. Um, there are so many different ways that you use your writing skills all the time to reach more readers. So, the question becomes, of course, but how? So today we are gonna cover, first is how to determine what to write. I hear this all the time. Okay, what do I write about? Like what article should I pitch? What should I blog about? I've all tapped out of newsletter ideas. So the first step is to determine what to write. And then we're gonna talk about writing in order to reach new readers, as well as writing to nurture your current readers and prime them for your book. And then finally, you're going to take all this time to write stuff. You want it to get as many eyes on it as possible. So how are you going to repurpose content to reach more people? So let's start with the question always, what should I write about? These are the key factors. The first is the topic should relate directly to your book and your author brand. So there's lots of things we can write about. I have lots of ideas for content, but I'm always filtering it through. Does it relate to my author brand? And does it relate to the book that I'm currently promoting? The second is that there needs to be a takeaway. So you're gonna figure out some things that you can write about, but what is the takeaway for your audience? What are you hoping for them to leave with? What's the point? And that's a key thing, especially if we're talking about pitching articles. There needs to be a key takeaway. And then reminding yourself that the content should either inform people or entertain them. So asking what they have learned, what they will learn, what they will think about differently or how it will entertain them. Like your books entertain people. So how can your content entertain it? It should be one or the other, ideally both. So these are the three key factors to consider when thinking about what to write about because you're gonna have lots of ideas but putting them through this filter will help hone in on your best topic idea. All right, so we're gonna do some live brainstorming here. And these are questions to start thinking about in terms of topics. How do the themes or characters in my book relate to current events? And as you're thinking about this, feel free to just share it in the chat if you have an idea, if it sparks an idea. What research went into the book? What was the inspiration or motivation for writing the book? Does my book address any challenges or does it challenge common opinions? So I know we have a lot of historical writers. How does your book challenge our current idea of what went on during this time period or important people during this time period? What aspects of my background would be of interest to my target audience? So let's first talk about reaching new readers. So this is Not so like we talked about um, Annette posting on your blog that is kind of like reaching your community. Um, but so how can we reach new readers with this sort of content? A few ideas, some of it you've already done versus guest blogging. I know all of you have done probably guest blogs in your lifetime. Um, and so while the book blog community is great, thinking about some other types of blog communities like the cooking community, Ellen, um, the pet community, Jackie. <laughs> um, those are those are like ways to reach a new audience. So the places that you guest blog frequently, they probably already know you. So that's fine. But to reach a new audience, you have to keep finding other other blogging opportunities. You can also write op eds and guest articles for publication. So we talked a little bit about this in your media outreach. Um, but when you're doing these articles for other publications, this is your opportunity to reach a new readership. One of the things I've seen, we've been doing more of is newsletter swaps, like kind of like how people do a Twitter takeover or an Instagram takeover. We've seen some where you do a newsletter swap. Um, One thing that's really great about that, there's two reasons that I really like it. One is you get in front of someone else's um, audience for your book. And then also if you feature them in your newsletter, That's one month where you don't have to think about content to write. They took care of it for you. And then of course, if you don't wanna create anything new, there's always the opportunity to excerpt. So definitely check with your publisher. If you're indie, you have more control. If you're traditionally published, check with your publisher about how much you're allowed to share, although it is in your contract, um, without getting paid. For those of you who have food, like recipes in your books, We have seen some people getting paid to excerpt those recipes, so that's pretty cool. Remember that your writing skills will also help your pitch. So it's not just your writing skills that you can leverage to do the actual writing, you can actually use your writing skills to write the pitch. So when you're pitching the blogger, pitching the website, pitching a newspaper, um, those writing skills will come into play with those pitch emails. Okay, so we talked about external content, type of content you can write for an external audience. Let's talk about nurturing your current readers. How can you leverage your writing to nurture your current readers? Your own newsletter is the obvious one. So these topics can be used to give content and inform and entertain your current newsletter subscribers. Your social media content. I don't. I know people don't often think of this as writing, but for Facebook and Instagram posts are usually anywhere from 50 to 200 words. I've done some 300 word captions um in instagram that have performed really well obviously twitter is shorter and quippier but you could do like a thread if you wanted to do something longer but it's writing is the key right it's writing and then of course your blog and your website content so thinking about not just your blog like so if you have a blog great but all the content on your website has to do is all written I mean, there's some images and things, but how do you present your book on your website? Like, do you have an author Q&A? Do you have um, Annette posting some of these photos or this background, like a background on the book tab on the books page? Um, That sort of content can deepen your relationship with readers who are already there because they're interested in your book. But that sort of content can really deepen that relationship. So, a lot of this is like what's internal and what's external, right? What should I use to attract new readers and what should I use to nurture my current ones? These are some of the questions that you can ask. The first is will my content appeal to those who are not familiar with me or my books? So like sharing a sneak peek into your latest mystery may only appeal to people who are your current, you know, your current readers then again, if the excerpt is paired with a review or a recipe or an interview, it could you could leverage new readers because they get a sampling of what your book is like. They get a little taste to see if they'll like it. But if you are, let's say, like some of the background about the book, like I know one of the examples I hear all the time is authors wanna share a deleted scene the deleted scene is only gonna to appeal to people who have already read the book. They don't, They have if they haven't read the book, they don't know like what's deleted or why it matters. Um, if it's like background about why you wrote the book, it might be interesting for people who have already read it, but thinking about it, if you could frame it in a way that's interesting for people and would entice people to read it. The other thing I ask when I'm thinking about internal versus external is does the content answer a question that people Google. So I think Alan had mentioned cooking during a pandemic. People Google <laughs> pandemic cooking quite a bit. You can know because if you search pandemic, it'll autofill cooking, I'm sure. Um, I haven't actually checked that, but I'm sure it does. So if you're writing a post about pandemic cooking where people are actively Googling, there's a chance that if you write something, people who are Googling that topic will stumble upon your article. So therefore, it should be an external facing thing, not just in your newsletter or in your some of your social media content that may not show up in search. So if it's something that people aren't Googling, like if people aren't necessarily, I don't necessarily know if people are Googling things you don't know about horse racing. Probably not. Maybe they're Googling the Triple Crown. But if it's like this background stuff, they may not be searching that. So that might be a better fit for your newsletter or for your social media content or things that um, are less searchable. And so I think that that's how to frame it. So if you're like, if this is something that people will find because they're searching for it, then you definitely want it to be external. The last thing that I consider is the best style and voice for the content. So is this best told in my style and voice, or does it work if it's a journalistic style? If it works as a piece of journalism, then definitely pitch it as a guest article and op-ed as a more journalistic piece. But if it really only works as like a personal thing, then it might need to be a personal blog or a newsletter. So these are the types of things I consider when I'm thinking about how to like where if I had this idea um, apparently we're going to talk about all the uses of arsenic I, I do think people are googling that uh, Tanya and Kim um, but I mean again you know is it attracting your right audience so when I think about okay I want to write about the all the many uses of arsenic fine if I think about where it's best suited this is the process that I use is it going to appeal mostly to my audience or people who are familiar with my books or will it appeal to a wider audience? Do people Google it? Can I tell it in my voice or is it more of a journalism voice? This is what to consider. Now the content can work for both. So there's not like one answer. It's not like ding, ding, ding. This is external content or this is internal content. Uh, it can work for both. So what you have to determine is what's going to work best because then we'll move on to repurposing it so you can get those other audiences as well. So let's talk about transforming and repurposing. So let's say like your content could work in multiple ways. First, pick the best one. You always wanna start with the best one, which you're like, okay, I think this is gonna get the most eyes here. And then you can start transforming and tweaking. So here are some ideas. You can excerpt, let's say you write a guest article You can take an excerpt of it and then link to the full article in your blog or in your newsletter. So if I write 1200 words on the use of arsenic, I can create 200 words from the thing and say to keep reading, click here and lead it back to the guest article. You can't excerpt the whole, you can't just like copy and paste it um, if it's appearing somewhere else. um, But you can entice people by giving them a sense of it and then directing them elsewhere. You can then take your newsletter and clip pieces for social media content. So as I mentioned, you know, your newsletter is probably anywhere from like 300 to maybe 800 words. And if you're doing Instagram content, that's 100 words each post. That could give you two or three Instagram posts and definitely over a dozen tweets. And then if you've gotten... If you've been sending monthly newsletters, like I know many of you have, you may have your more popular, one of your more popular ones or one that's more universal or that may have a wider appeal. You could pitch that as a personal essay or a guest article or a guest blog somewhere else because it's only hasn't appeared online, right? It's only went out in your newsletter. And then sometimes you could actually go the reverse, which I've sometimes expanded my most popular social media posts into longer newsletters or blog posts. So like if you do an Instagram live or a post and you get tons of comments and tons of feedback, well, that's a good litmus test that people wanna know about that. So maybe you can expand on that idea for a newsletter or a blog post. And Tanya is saying that she does a lot of visuals in the newsletter, which she can post over several days to Instagram. Exactly. We don't wanna create more work. And if you're writing content, so like my thing with the newsletter is that like my news, when I write a newsletter, it takes some time. I usually spend an hour on it. Um, And if I'm gonna spend an hour writing something, I want a lot of people to see that content. It has to be important content for me to send it to someone's inbox. So if I can do the newsletter and then chunk it out for social media content, or maybe even cross post it to LinkedIn as an article, it's gonna have more eyes on that same content. So here's kind of a process if you wanna look at it from a more visual visual standpoint. Um, so continuing with our arsenic theme, let's do a guest, or you place a guest article with, um, I don't know, the History Channel website about the many historical uses for arsenic. So you place that here. So then you can take an excerpt and, link, and then put it in your newsletter, use the excerpt, and then link back to the article in your newsletter. You can do a different excerpt with a link on your blog and your website. You could splice up the quotes from the, from the um, article to use as tweets or Instagram graphics. I love taking the comments and replies as a prompt for like a next newsletter or a blog topic. Um, so if someone's like, oh, did you, also know that arsenic is used for this, or actually arsenic wasn't used for this. It was actually used here. Or did you know that this famous killer used arsenic? Um, that could be a great prompt for another newsletter or a blog post. You could obviously share the link directly to your blog or website on Twitter, on LinkedIn. You can copy and paste. If it's if it's a guest article, you could excerpt it and then link back as um, an article on LinkedIn. And then um, I also respond, responding to the comments and feedback as Instagram stories and Facebook lives. Like even just saying, <laughs> I cannot believe how many of you know so much about arsenic. I've been getting replies and notes all day about all the many uses that I didn't include in this article. So you see how like one article can really turn into many, many different things. And I feel like you, it also is a good gauge of um, like what's working, what's not. So like you think about one topic. If someone wants that article topic, it stands to reason that there's an appeal to it, right? And so then if there's an appeal to it, it's gonna be out there and then you can spice it up. If I'm pitching an article idea and no one's biting, that's a good good indicator that maybe it's not as universal as I thought and maybe it is something that I should just use for my newsletter. So some final thoughts before we open it up to discussion. Um, When it comes to writing for readers, it's important to have a clear sense of your audience before you start pitching or writing. So thinking about who is this going to be for? Is this going to be for my readers? Is it going to be for just general people who may like my books? Where's the intention? Cause you definitely don't want to write an article just cause you want to write it with no idea where it's going to go or who it's for. You want to first publish in the most impactful way for that topic and audience. So that's why you determine is it best suited for an external audience or an internal audience? Is it long form, short form, whatever it's going to take, publish it in the most impactful way first. So if you're if you're not sure between okay, maybe this is an article, maybe it's a blog post, maybe it's a newsletter, think about the most impactful way and then you can translate it for other for other platforms. Repurposing your content will not only maximize your reach, but it will save you so much time. I know all of you spend so much time, um, you know, writing your newsletter, not just writing, coming up with ideas for your newsletter, <laughs> writing your newsletter, pitching article topics, writing those articles, scheduling your social media posts, all those things. So imagine if, like, that one article just gave you a month's worth of, to- of content. It will save time and it will help reach more people. Live trainings like these take place in the Your Breakout Book community every month. Sometimes they're led by me and sometimes we have a guest host. When you join, not only will you be able to attend future trainings, you'll also have access to all the recorded ones. You are not too late to take charge of your book promotion. In fact, now is the perfect time. Next month, we're focusing on the systems and tools necessary to streamline your writing, promotion, and your overall author career. Don't have a bookkeeping system? Struggling to keep track of your social media and newsletter calendar? We've got you covered. On May 7th, members will gather for a roundtable to discussion to share their favorite systems and tools. Then, throughout the month, we'll be hosting live demos and Q&As. Being a member of Your Breakout Book means you don't have to launch a book alone. You can do it with a veteran publicist, that's me, and a savvy community of authors. Visit kpublicity.com slash your breakout book to get started. That's K-A-Y-E, publicity.com slash your breakout book.